is happy hour. Annyeong Ripples! It's happy hour! Welcome to another episode where you get to hear stories about me and my K-pop journey as well as stories from fellow K-pop fans. How are you guys? I hope everything is well with you. We've been together for three episodes now. Did you did you listen to my previous? I want to know your thoughts about it because kamusta yung ganitong format? Okay ba na para nagkagantuhan lang tayo and sharing our worries, exciting moments about our life, especially now we're in quarantine? You may leave your comments at Twitter and Facebook pages of Happy Hour. I actually wanted this podcast to be a safe space for you guys to share your stories. Minsan kasi like, parang mas comfortable yung iba mag-share ng kwento sa mga taong hindi mo personally kilala, di ba? Like, most of the time, I would I would see in our Viber group, they would post there na parang, I'll say it here because you guys don't know me, at least no judgment. So, that's that's what I want the podcast to be. Something like, it's like a haven for people who need somebody to talk to. That's why, that's why we always ask you, just feel free to write us in dear inang at happyhour.com because must must feeling namin, we can personally address your concerns, your stories and then we can help you out if if we read it in that email address. Well, I hope that sana kahit konti, I can help lessen the burdens in your heart na nafe-feel ninyo at times and sometimes you just need somebody to talk to or somebody to celebrate naman if you have achievements in your life, diba? Because ako yung pinaka-excited dyan for sure. Anyway, for today's episode, I want to share with you guys my K-pop journey. Because K-pop has been my second family. Ever since we started K-pop, it's like that's that's been my, how my life is every day. Hindi lang siya basta music na I listen to. It's not, it's not because na parang I just like it because it's trendy. It's not that. When I started liking K-pop, it's more of like it started in my family. So basically, it's it started with my youngest sister. If it, all the second gen fans, I'm sure you guys know her because she she was practically the first person who introduced me to K-pop. She loves Super Junior that time. And then we were in the car. And then that time, Vernon and I were just friends. He's already a concert promoter, but then he was promoting metal rock. So, para we were in the car. Eh, may crush sa akin. So, pakyutsa sempre. Tapos this sister of mine. So basically, hinatid niya kami, my mom, my sister, and me, to somewhere. And then I told Vernon, but I want to do a concert. Maybe can I produce a concert? You can help me out. And then he said, what kind? And then suddenly my sister shouted, Super Junior! And then she started playing na her video on her phone to the point na sinapak siya ng nanay ko na parang sabi ng nanay ko, kailangan mo sumigaw? Kailangan mo sumigaw? So ako naman, oo, kailangan! So talagang we were screaming in the car. Tapos parang, Bruno was like so shocked because he's metal, like completely no idea of what K-pop is. And then Bruno was like, K-what? And then my sister said, K-pop? What's K? 
parang hindi niya magets ano yung K. So when we said Korean, he's like, what? Who would understand Korean words? Parang ganyan. So basically, that's how it started because I said, I want, I want, I want. Sabi parang like a spoiled kid, di ba? Like parang, I want, puro I want. Not thinking how much it would cost, not thinking about how it's gonna happen. Basta all I wanted was to make it happen. And then, next thing I know, two weeks after that, I received an email na from representative of SM. And then there, it started. Like, we heard you're looking for us, but we're on our last leg na, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, and then lipad talaga ako all the way to Korea. I don't care. Dala-dala ng mga resume and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> that's how practically I started in K-pop. And then it's more of like my first project with SM Entertainment. It was more of, it was more of parang, a training ground for me because I didn't know anything about concert promotion but that time I was like I was the only K-pop K-popper in pulp and I don't even work in pulp that time so parang he has all this staff na parang they're all metal heads like wala walang may alam ng K-pop and nobody was interested to help me so basically the Koreans would send me the graphics ako na nag-edit niyan that's how I learned Photoshop because if you if you really know how they work, it's so detailed to the point that every millimeter to the left or to the right, it's important that it's there. So it's quite tedious. And then they have a way of communicating through Excel sheets, which that time I didn't know how either. So I through from them. And then everything, actually everything, like from the graphics department, from the marketing, from the sales team. I even clearly remember there was one time like when we sold tickets, I wanted to open like parang a hotline. So, naglabas ako ng phone number. That's my cell phone ako. Me and my sister lang yan ha. We were the only people talagang working on it. As in talaga, ring siya na ring. As in, mamatay talaga ako. Ring siya na ring. Tapos lahat sila nagre-reserve ticket, nagre-reserve ticket. Feeling ko talaga para akong ticket net. But me kasi, I knew that time na... If I want to watch something, it's going to be my first show because I don't really watch concerts either. I want to know where I'm seated. So parang I felt that from a fan's perspective. And then I, I want to know where kunyari, where Lito could be standing. I want to sit where Lito could be standing. So I even had this like big diorama of the stage. I would put where Lito could always stand, where Donghe would always stand, like that. As in... To the left, to the right. So when I was selling my tickets, it was like that. It was so tedious, imagine. For Araneta at that time, it was 8,000 capacity. Every ticket sold there, dumaan yan sa kamay ko. That's why every show day during that time when I was very hands-on to those details, every show day, I know who resold their tickets. As in, tinitingnan ko yan. Tapos pag napansin ko, parang hindi kita customer ah. Talagang hindi ko siya tinatantanan. As in talagang nakabantay ako sa kanya kasi feeling ko scalper siya or nabili niya sa scalper. So, next show, ayoko nabentahan yung taong yon because I feel like they resold their tickets anyway. Because I want the, the best seats to go to the fans themselves. So, I was so sensitive in that sense wherein I felt the need to be so, ano, to be so controlling because I feel like every little service, every little corner of that show, it's like my service back to the K-pop fans na, who are expecting so much because it was the first time. Eh. 
So I became like that. I became that kind of perfectionist and OC to the point that even until now, when we do K-pop, I'm so very uh, no particular with things. Some people, there was even a time, like I think almost five years ago like that, they were saying like, oh, you're so sensitive, you're so arte, you're so sensitive naman. And then I would always just reply, yeah, sensitive ako, sensitive talaga ako, para alam mo yun. Because for me, it's like, if I was not, I don't, if I was not that sensitive and if I wasn't that persistent, I don't think I would have this big K-pop community or K-pop concert parang program in our company. Because that was why if you, if, if anybody who would watch a K-pop concert, you would feel it there. From the moment you step in that entrance, you would know if it's a pop K-pop show eh. There's that feeling of familiarity. There's that feeling of family. There's that feeling of, you know, it's like you feel, you feel you're welcomed because you're part of it. That's why. That's that's what I want everyone to feel every time they come to the party, uh, to the party, to to the K-pop show that we do. Because I feel like it's their day, eh? Parang it's their time to party with their idols. So parang. And I'm part of it. So I always want it like that. So it's very memorable to me. Every show. And then it's very... <clears throat> how can you say that? It's very personal. So I guess in that sense, I would say like... That's why sometimes parang I feel bad then for the people that I would ban. Or people that I would get... You know, I would get mad at. And then I really don't like them there. It's more of because like... Every K-pop show we do, it's like it's like my home. How, parang you don't want anybody you don't like or who don't like you to be there, right? It's like there's always a choice. <clears throat> That's why I always tell people like, like the other day lang I received this message like, parang do you get pressured like when when you go to a party and then there's no drinking and then suddenly may drinking? Oh, peer pressure. Eh, wala, I don't have a choice. Of course not. Everything you do, you always have a choice. And I feel like that goes with everything you do. Like when you go to a restaurant, biglang nagbago isip mo, ay mo na kumain sa restaurant na yun. It is embarrassing to stand up and say, ah, pasensya na po, bye-bye, nagbago isip. But it is a choice. So you shouldn't feel bad because you are going to spend your money there. You are going to eat their food. So if you don't feel like it, you don't do it. And you always have a choice. It's not like, that's why it's never a reason na parang wala na akong choice eh, kaya ginawa ako na. It's not, it's not a valid reason for, for me. That's why I don't like hearing that reason usually. So anyway, it's more, it's more of like, when I do our K-pop concerts, it's the same. It's like, I feel like I have a choice. I have a choice either to service you, to receive the payment you gave me, or no. Like, I feel like you're just gonna you're just gonna ruin the experience to a lot of others. There's some kasi super haters talaga. Like they would do bad stuff for uh, to other people, and we don't like that because going to a concert it should be a safe ground day. A lot of people they get hurt already just by excitement, mere excitement lang of their fellow fans. What more pag may bad person there, de ba? So it's very important for me that. That choice is practiced. That's why sometimes I feel bad, like, oh, super fan shanyan. But then I feel like they don't deserve it to be there if they're going to be that hateful. Because a, a lot of people might be affected with that 
hateful attitudes. So I protect that turf a lot. That's why I feel like maybe when we do our concert, a lot of people feel parang sobrang sensitive ko and stuff. But I feel like that's me. Eh. So it's it's my family. So I protect my family and then I do what I like because the K-pop community is my family. So I would do everything to do everything na to make them have fun, to make what they paid for sulit, to protect them as much as I can. So ayun. Anyway, <clears throat> I have I have a lot of stories about my how I started K-pop and I just feel like a lot of people always ask me like is it fun is it is it nice that I meet the idols like personally are we close who's the nicest you know all these questions definitely there would be some who are I guess you can say like parang who are nicer than the others but me kasi I was an artist myself, so I feel like it's not easy what they're doing. Like, imagine just smiling to the fans the whole time. Try new mag smile from the morning until the night, and then you have to greet everybody and you have to keep smiling. It's really tiring. That's why me, I personally understand those little things like that. That's why I don't really... A lot of, like, a lot of my friends kind of keep asking, you should be close with this now, you should be close with that now. Me and Vernon, we are very respectful in that sense. Like, we never, ever, parang, enter their zone unless they specifically ask us to. So, for those people who, I guess that clears the story there. Because I don't really know. Because I feel like it's a long story. Every time people ask me, like, am I close to Ganyan? Did I, did I talk to blah, blah? Like, sometimes it's hard to explain so much because without sounding so it's either sounding so mayabang or sounding so so ano naman, like stupid so but then basically the reason there is when they feel like talking to us to me then i'm there but then if not then i would not go there and i wouldn't really chica chica my head off cuz a lot of people think I'm so lucky because I get to meet them and everything. No, actually, we get we get a time, like as promoters, we get a time to talk to them, but that's it. It's not like magiinuman kami and party. Unless the other artists that we bring in who have been family already, like basically they're very close now with us or their management is super close with us. So basically, parang what happens there, it becomes like mercada na, but majority of our artists we consider them talaga as artists who we don't know and that who we cannot go near to unless we're asked to parang ganyan so yeah for that question of some people i guess that's my answer there nope i'm not super close with anybody unless they really personally ask for me to go visit them Ay, parang sobrang feeling special naman yata. <laughs> Nakakatawa. Parang, it sounds so, ano naman. See, it's so hard to explain. But yeah, but they would ask it there. Eh. There's always that meet and greet time wherein they, they ask for the promoter and then they ask you stuff and then we talk and then I would give them feedbacks on things. It's like that. So yeah, that's a nice time then for me to get to know them, what they like or what they want to happen in their show. So at least we have time to make it happen. Yeah. So that, and then 
I don't really get overwhelmed with with meeting the idols or being introduced to them because it's more of for me it's really more of a goal to do the show properly and to finish it with a bang like that's it it's not like i feel like there's another tomorrow or there's 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 tomorrow there's the next day but to prove myself or to do it better no way i just feel like i have to do it now and then i have to do it fast i have to do it well and that's it it's not i don't have time to be overwhelmed with it now practically it's really more of being able to deliver what is promised and then the first idols that i i liked and i met was especially for k-pop it's super junior talaga that's why i love litok because that time when i first met them they were not quite in a good mood because parang we were the last stop na in the philippines eh. and i guess a rough flight it was too early and then they don't know about the Philippines. Like nobody knew about the Philippines that time. Like there's K-pop fans in the Philippines. Like, you know, so everybody was so afraid. Like even when we were setting up for a week, almost every day, the Korean team, they would like to go home now. Like they feel like, no, no, it's not working. It's not working. So they want to go home. Every day I have to fight for the show for that entire week. It's like almost every day I think I cry and then I don't sleep. Like I was there in the venue 24 hours. Every time I have to leave, shower, Vernon has to be there. Ganyan kami katutok that time. Like it was really more of like proving to them that we can do it and Philippines have that market. And then we can do a great show because it's like a Vegas show. It's like super huge. So yeah. And then when they came, they were not so much in the mood. So I had to perk them up. I have to cheer them up in a way we're in give them the filipino hospitality para they 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 will feel like oh it's not so bad so by the time they step on stage they can relate to the fans so because we are the first layer if the, we're the first layer and then we feel and then we make them feel unwanted or irritated wala na yan galit na yan the whole time so when they were there just to make them laugh Parang that time, usong-usong yung mga malalaking pizza. Like, it's like sobrang laking pizza. Tapos, I ordered them that. Like, super huge pizza. Super huge hamburger. Super huge. Tatlo yun eh, I ordered, I remember. Pizza, hamburger, and hot dog. I think it was a hot dog. Basta, I clearly remember lang the pizza and the hamburger. Basta, there's one more. Oh, no, no, no. The other one naman is the smallest. I think I ordered the smallest kunchinta or something like that. Like a dessert na super, super liit. Like, parang there's biggest and then smallest. So, it got delivered to them. As in, napanik sila lahat na parang kala nila parang... Ano to? Ano tong Pilipinas? Parang ganyan. So para picture-picture na sila. Tapos after that, they had something to laugh about na. They had something to talk about Philippines, you know. Because when they came, they came straight from the airport. Eh. So it was it was a good, I know, it was a good experience. And then after that, they were very grateful. They were very thankful. And then it was Litok specifically that I noticed because he was the leader and then he was the one who led them to talk to me he was the one who led them to greet me so I felt parang alam mo yon, parang feeling ko meron kaming moment <laughs> so parang ganyan so from then on they became my favorite and then they became the closest to my heart because every time I see them it reminds me of how long it has been 
or how far we have come like from the first time we have done k-pop so yeah so that's why they're very closest to my heart <clears throat> so yun nga that well basically dahil talaga sa k-pop my life changed i didn't I didn't really expect K-pop to have such a huge impact in my life. Like, who would have thought I would be given the chance to see them face to face, diba? And I'm really just thankful that K-pop brought us all together. Like, when we, when I first started promoting K-pop, I would make sure that we always have happy fiesta. I would always make sure that we have a free event in the malls. Like, todo promote talaga ako, like, no no promoters would spend like that eh. like that's extra expenses eh. like a lot of those expenses are like usually are not needed when you're promoting a show but then for me it was more of building a community from the beginning it was not about selling the concert it was always about bringing a k-pop concert to their fans and then making sure that everybody knows about it and everybody gets to enjoy the experience because the concert is just one day but what what i feel like people would be taking away from it is the process from the time it was announced from the time they bought their tickets from the time that all the little promotions happen i feel like those little things it would make them feel like part of something that's why i've always wanted to do that because more than the k-pop itself it was the community that i love and i fell in love with because I feel like this is where we found new friends. This is where we found our second family. Sometimes total strangers ah, na magkakatabi lang sa concert. Like mami konte, they finish after the concert, they're friends na. So it's like that the community that we have built it it parang it made us into it it gave us this second family that we can run to, like each other, like. I feel like without this, a lot of us, a lot of us would be sa- like our lives would be sadder, our lives would be less, less colorful. Maraming, marami siguro sa atin who if we didn't find this community now, siguro a lot of us would still feel alone most of the time, especially with what we're going through now. It's a nice break. Eh? It's a nice break with the reality of life. So, yeah. That's why K-pop, I feel, is my family. Well, speaking of family, <clears throat> some of you also shared your worries about your own families to me. For some, this may be a sensitive topic, pero I, I thank you guys for, for your trust, for writing me still. Maybe if we'll talk about this, some people, some of you might be able to relate. Other fellow fans from, the K-pop, from our K-pop family may also give some advice on what you're going through right now. Although, I feel like sometimes, you know, the more advice you listen to, the more confused you become. So, parang, sometimes we just need to be quiet and then just listen and then just absorb what we're going through. Find an find an avenue to share it and then breathe just so you'll be able to release it and then take an advice from whoever from me from your friend from your sibling or whoever that's it no need to like no need to like parang put it like type it now on twitter like that because i feel like lalo lang kayo magugulo because at the end of the day we all have different opinions on things right well, hopefully, since parang isang malaking family tayo in K-pop community, that we'll be able to help each other feel better. 
So anyway, I think I've I've talked a lot. I'd like to welcome our letter sender because for for this episode, we specifically read this letter from Sophia. So I'd like you guys, I'd like to introduce you guys to Sophia for our segment, Dear Inang. Dear Inang, thank you for giving us this platform to share our stories. Curious na po since graduation ko, pero hindi pa rin po ako sure if nahanap ko na ba talaga ang passion ko. Dear Inang, thank you so much for doing this, for using your platform. It's so easy for us to feel alone, especially at a time like this. Inang! Oh my God, I'm so glad na makausap ka kasi I'm really thankful po talaga sa'yo and to your team for bringing our K-pop idols here in the Philippines. Dear Inang, nahihirapan na po ako kasi hindi ko alam kung kanino ko isashare yung pinagdadaanan ko. I've been suffering from anxiety since last year but I've never said it to anyone. Natatakot po ako sa sasabihin ng ibang tao. Anyong Inang! Hope you're doing fine and well. Alam mo, miss na miss na po namin makita ng malapitan na aming mga bayas. I'd like to give some trigger warning uh, before welcoming our letter sender. The topic we'll be discussing might be a bit sensitive to people who have experienced any form of abuse, but <clears throat> thank you, Sophia, for sending us your letter and for sharing your story to us. Hi. <laughs> You want to share us your story? How are you? How are you first? I'm fine. Okay what pa. are you doing now? Nakahiga po sa kama. May kinakain ka? Katatapos ko lang po kumain eh. Papadalang at the snacks. Di ba meron yun? Like, papadalang at the foods? Papadalang at the foods? Hindi ngayon na. Siguro mm. tomorrow or the next day. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you mind sharing us your story? So maybe, hopefully, that one of our listeners, it will be able to inspire them or help them what they're going through, you know, so they feel like they are with you and then that they have somebody that, you know, can relate to them. Okay po. So, ayun po. So, yung for a long time, Meron kasi kami misunderstanding between me and my father. So matagal, sobrang tagal-tagal na talaga 'yon. Parang um ayoko talaga i-detail kasi baka ma-trigger siya kasi last time na na-trigger na kasi ako. Trigger na kasi ako before. So parang ayoko po siya i-detail. So sabihin na lang po natin it's bigger than misunderstanding 'yon. So dahil doon na parang Nade-depress ako. Hindi ko masabi, hindi ko ma... Siyempre, hindi ko pwede ma-diagnose ko as um, depression unless I am consulting for a psychiatrist. Pero parang na-feel empty ako doon sa tagal ng panahon na yun. Dahil sa tagal ng panahon na yun, na pagiging malungkot, mag-isa, na pati din yung ano, yung grades ko na-apektuhan. So, parang dahil doon, parang Sobrang, um, ang baba talaga ng con- self-confidence ko nun. Akala ko, katapusan na lahat. Dumating kasi sa punto na parang gusto ko na i-give up ko na yung lahat. Pati din yung buhay ko. Kasi sobrang sensitive. So, ayun. Yung dumating sa punto na parang nakapag-decision na ako, ganun. 
Pero hindi ko alam ano na puta sa akin kung bakit ako kung bakit ko inopen yung YouTube. Tapos nakita ko yung yung isang music video doon sa pagkabukas ko na yung YouTube, 'di ba may mga videos to all na nakikita mo. Um may music video din yun sa pinakamtaas. Um yung title niya is Eclipse. Since mahilig kasi ako sa science before, so na curious ako. Tapos na napanood ko siya ng um, limang beses, tuloy-tuloy, I just found myself crying. Na parang sinabi ko, bakit, bakit ko ha, bakit ko i, um, but i-give up yung life ko? You don't really understand what the song was saying. Kasi naka-on yung captions dun, so na parang naitilihan ko yung English niya. So parang, dun ko na talaga na-realize, bakit, bakit, in, bakit, um, bakit ko isusukuan yung buhay ko? Ganon. Isang malaking stop yun. Tapos, doon ako naging Pero, hindi talaga yung parang asing hardcore fan yung parang nagko-collect ng mga merch or such. Ano lang, parang talagang stinant ko talaga yung GOT7 that time. And, pero yung, meron isang araw na um, isang show yun sa nung concert sila sa Amerika. Um, may guesting kasi sila doon na um, meron kasi message si Mark before nag-end yun. Sabi niya, there are hard times in life but if you want just go through it, there'll always be a light. Don't keep your head down. God 7 is here for you guys. Doon pa lang, parang tumama talaga sa puso ko noon na ay meron pa lang tao nagsusuporta sa akin, may nagmamahal sa akin. Kaya every time na nagkakaroon ng negativity sa buhay ko, nangyayari yung trauma ko, na, um, nasistress na naman ako, lagi ko yun pumapasok yun sa isipan ko. And then, pagka-start ng school year, nagulat yung mga classmates ko na, hala, nakikipag-socialize na si Sofia, ganun. So, parang, na, I was able to break my walls. So, parang, na, parang ano, naging masaya na yung buhay ko kahit may kunting negativities pero at least it come it came real good kaya doon nag-start talaga yung pagiging agase ko yun lang po that's nice well thank you for sharing your story first of all and that that's nice that god seven had helped in lifting you up and making you realize that there's more to life because at the end of the day like that's what's important with music and the artist eh? like sometimes it's too much responsibility in their hands of course like parang sometimes kahit kaya tuloy minsan tuloy sila they become so depressed na then because they feel that pressure because they have to be positive they have to send good good message to their followers because they also do not know what you're going through. Hindi naman nila basta-basta kayo pwede awayin or bigla may isa special kasi the others would feel bad, di ba? That's why I feel like me, eh, being in my business as well, sometimes it, it, also, it also is the same. That's why I love building the community because I feel like it does, it does make people happy and it, it does become like parang the the wall and then the pillar for people to lean on to. Like for you, at least you know that we have this community that you can always count on when you're tired, when you're depressed, when you're going through your anxiety. So at least you know that you 
have a community of Agassiz. You have the happy hour community that would be there who could understand what you're going through. And at the same time, whatever we have is something that you love as well, which is K-pop, which we all understand. And even if we don't understand the lyrics, we feel like we can relate. So it's 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 really nice to hear what you went through and what how you found strength in it. I just hope that you would always continue to remember that even like like me imagine I've been in K-pop for like 10 years. You how long kana? 1 year palampuig last year na. So imagine me if I could last 10 years. So you if you really if you really love it and then if you really f- if you really find a home here, then you it could last with you. It could it could be with you. It it can be part of yourself. And at the end of the day, like I said from the beginning of our podcast, it's like we always have a choice. So it's always our choice what music to listen to, what what song to listen to, which idol to follow. So you 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 got you chose the correct idols for yourself because Got seven, they're very known for giving hope and for the people who really are down. Like I, like me, I have met so many idols and then I have met so many fans. Like I feel like God Seven has that certain I guess because I guess because they went through the same things as what you're going through. So it's more of it's more of parang they became your family at this at the same time you became their family because whatever you're you've been going through and then whatever you heard god seven said that made you strong they needed that day Kumbaga, during that time they were going through the same phase you were going through so imagine that so they were talking to themselves but then unknowingly you got influenced by it and you felt good with it diba so now that you are feeling better and then that now that you found them as a pillar, you should also remember that you are someone someone's pillar as well. Basically, your support to God seven is what makes them like that. Or else they would also basta. They they for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe it's the same age, or maybe it's your same like that time of your life right now. You are going through the same, and then it's so nice to see that you you give each other strength and that you make each other happy. So, I really hope that you feel better, and then you feel that your community is here for you, and then that you gain strength this despite the challenges that you face, and you get you get parang your whatever inspiration you can from us from the community and from God seven. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, I really hope to meet you one of these days and I hope that that when God seven comes back that I will see you there. Hi <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Did you watch Ba? Yes. When po. they were here. How yes, was it? Did po. you like it? Nakakabitin. Ganyan Since lagi. it was my first concert. <laughs> Oo. It was your first. Anong part doon yung gusto-gusto mo? Ano yung pinaka-memorable part for you? Yung ano, yung talks nila po. 
Yung mga ment nila. Mm. That's nice. That's nice. Because they really think of those. <laughs> Talagang kinakarir nila yan, depending on the crowd. Well, that's really nice. And it was tagal, ha? The show was, what, three hours? Bitin ka pa din? Bitin pa rin. Pero ganun nga. Bukala ko one hour lang nakalipas. Diba? Imagine mo, walang concert ganyan katagal, but K-pop concerts, ha? But then yun nga, bitin nga. Minsan kahit four hours, five hours, ay ano na. Like, I guess. Well, Thank you. Thank you for joining me in my podcast. And it, it's super nice to meet you, Sophia. And I really hope that Thank you, rin po. you don't forget us. And then you don't forget to reach out to us anytime we're just here. Okay? Okay, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Well, again, thank you, Ripples, for sharing your stories with us. Despite all the hardships you went through, hindi nawawala yung love and understanding yung sa family nyo at sa mga tao sa paligid nyo. Always remember that. Because like, at the end of the day, our families are family. Like, like my husband Vernon nga, like he doesn't have sibling. It's only him and his mom. So, he, hindi niya naiintindihan eh. Like me, I'm a middle child. We're five in the family. So, parang growing up, I had to respect my elders And I have to give way for the younger. So imagine, like, I'm always stuck in the middle. So I got used to having to adjust every corner of my life. So, parang, for me, it's normal to adjust. It's always normal to give way. It's always normal to be patient, ganyan. But I feel like some people, they don't understand that. So for those people who don't understand it, and for those people who are going through hardships with their families, with their siblings, and everybody... Just remember, yeah, it's it's a phase in life. It's it's that's how it is. Eh? It's really more of a process, and then it's really a reality. Basically, that's humanity. So we just have to accept this. And at the end of the day, kahit magkakaaway kayo ng family mo, as in super, like kahit nagpapatayan kayo level, like you hate each other or nagsasaksakan na kayo dyan or what, at the end of the day, they're the last people who would always give up on you. Like, your friends might have left you already, even your lovers, everybody yan. Pero yung family mo, kahit minumura ka niyan, nandyan yan, nandyan siya sa sala mo, na kahit gusto mo na siya pauwiin, they're gonna stay, and they're gonna stick with you. So, I hope that you realize that our family is there for a reason. And then just like for me, like for our second family, which is our K-pop family, I feel like that's why we are quite crazy with each other. We are very sensitive with each other's post and, and that relationship we have is because it is our second family. So I hope that it becomes your source of happiness and support and it can bring the best in you. So at least it makes what we do worthwhile. Some might think that K-pop is their temporary escape from this crazy world. Well, let it be. Let it be your escape because K-pop and our community is here for a reason. So, do what you want with the community as long as it makes you, it adds flavor and color and happiness to your life. That's what our K-pop community is here for. 
Well, to end our episode for today, I would like to remind you that you always have a second family in our K-pop community, your happy hour. Our shared love for our idols brought us together, but the friendship and the memories that we have shared and we made together were the reasons why we stayed with each other. Every time, every time I see you guys, there's always a story. Every time we see each other, there's always a story behind it. There's always that special bond that we have. So I hope you always remember that, that we are here for you. And then that, that the Happy Hour team is here for you. Just feel free to write us. Send us your letters in dearinang at happyhour.com. And as always, be splendid, be extra, choose happy. Annyeong! Bye! It is happy hour. 100% girls' national happiness.